0: This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, pastor here at Radio Mission, where the Voice of Truth broadcast goes out every Sunday over about 100 stations. And then we have the Trailblazer broadcast, this little broadcast, about 100 stations Monday through Friday. You write me or go there to our website, radiomissions.org. You can get a list of all of our stations and our times of services and those kind of things if you'd like find out where you can hear these broadcasts streaming this broadcast you're hearing today you can hear it in in saipan you can hear it in hong kong china or, or Be- beijing or you can hear it over there in uh northern ireland on a radio station 840 there in northern ireland and we have a correspondence with those folks and uh, folks are listening maybe you could help us would you just help us say look old trailblazers are coming on now tell your neighbor next door and if you would you write me i'll send you a a, a list of all of a Pastor Shelton's messages that we have on tape and also in booklet form. The booklets are free. I'll be glad to send them to you if you'd like to put them out in the uh, nursing homes or doctor's offices or wherever you go. Good soundtracks on almost every subject in the Bible. And uh, But today we're looking at, we've been working, looking at the home, and today we're going to get started now on the home and the family altar. We just have time to get started good today, but we'll pick it up next week. And... Uh, I just want to say I've been appreciating bringing these messages to you, and my heart's been heavy for you, and especially for your children, thinking about our our children being thrown out to the to the wolves, so to speak, as we are today, and uh, how our folks have neglected their children, and then how many of our children have grown up to be... Unruly and ungodly, and many of our, our many of them now are in the in the uh, juvenile homes where they learn to do more crime and more ungodliness than they ever knew before, and and I, I, my heart grieves over them. I do, I do. I see the children of this ministry here. I see them gradually coming up, they get to be uh, start off little old fellers, little old toddlers, and what not long before they now their little girls are are and uh, primping, primping up and putting on a little rouge. They're growing up. They're growing up, man. Mother, your your children are growing up. Those boys are growing up now. Some of them now are big enough to want to drive a car, want their own car, and uh, want gas money and those things. Are they have they slipped out of your your control, my friend, my mother, my dad. Have they just slipped out of your control? I, I, I know I know a little bit about bringing up children. I have three of my own, and I know how it is. And it takes a lot of grace to do it. And I'm not I'm not even thinking that you can do it without the grace of God. But have you ever asked the Lord for grace to raise your son or to raise your daughter or maybe both of them? And I'm telling you, my friend, it's your responsibility. You have a responsibility. The Bible says bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, and they won't depart from it. And I have a little booklet that i offered a couple of times by Mr. J.C. Ryle on the duties of parents. You write me. It's a uh, track we have in the bookstore here. The Duties of Parents by Brother J. C. Ryle, but my friend, let's let's go back now to our study. We're looking at the home, our home, and the family altar. And I know this is a foreign subject to many of you who hear me. May not may not ever heard anyone speak along this line of what how the homes ought to be organized and how the Lord ought to train our folks. But listen, and uh, today we want to speak to you on that subject: the family, the home, and the family altar or family worship, whichever you want to call it. Family worship in the present day is all but a thing of the past. At one time, it was very prevalent, very very prevalent in almost every home. But now, it's a thing of the past. You'll still find a home, one here and one there, that's retaining the old family worship, but they are very few. The old home and the home life has all but faded away in this present day of modern-day living. The home is the first God-given institution the world ever knew. Destroy the home, you have destroyed all the other institutions. This is what Satan has done. And this is the reason the church and the nation are both now on the toboggan slide to hell. That's right. We saw in our last study there that in the last days, perilous times would come. Well, those times, those times are here. We're in those perilous times now. Our homes are wrecked and ruined. And uh, the pastor here one time was speaking along that line, and one of his skeptics got close to him and said, Well, what's wrong? What's wrong, pastor, with the home? What's wrong with the churches? What's wrong with our nation? Well, the pastor just stopped and took a little time and said, Well, let me just tell you what's wrong. First of all, the dad is out of his place. He don't take his place. as head of the home. The mother is not in subjection to the dad. She's out of her place. The children are disobedient. They're out of their place. Our teenage girls are becoming pregnant and bringing home illegitimate babies for mom and daddy to take care of. Our boys, most of them, many of them, many of our boys are in juvenile correctional homes now. What's wrong with the world, you say? What's wrong with it when, when the streets are lined on Friday night and Saturday night with, with drunkenness and with uh, everything, every kind of dope deal, dope dealer that you can get? What's wrong with that? I asked you this morning, today. You, you listen to Old Trailblazer, I asked you, uh, you see what's wrong? Well, a lot of it's because we never raised our children right. We never brought them up. We never trained them. We never taught them to read the Bible and to obey God's word. We never done it. It's our fault. It's our fault. I told somebody this week, if your child goes to hell, you're responsible for it. You are. You you, you, you turn them loose, let them go without any correction at all, no attempt to, to teach them, you're wrong. You're gonna, you'll gonna you be there in hell with him. Now, you say, Trevor, you're getting mighty boisterous. That's right. But, my friend, I know, I know, I know where I'm sitting. There's a hell. There's a hell to shun and a, and a heaven to win. But, my friend, our folks have thrown everything to the wind. They don't care. We have, a, we have a generation of people who do not care for their soul. And you say, what's to blame? Who's to blame? Our modern-day preachers are to blame. Our little silk handkerchief of preachers are to blame. Our little never call sin sin preachers. They're to blame. They always want to just uh, kiss the babies and and, and, be, and eat a lot of chicken. But, my friend, surely I'm making fun. But I know what that is. I know what it is. I hear preachers. I listen to preachers. I go to funerals. My friend, the funeral is the greatest place in the world to preach the gospel. And I tell my funeral people, when I go to a funeral, conduct a funeral, I tell my audience, first thing is I won't never see you again like today. We won't never meet again. And I've conducted funerals all over America. And I won't never see those people again. But first thing I tell them is God's man has three things, uh, at least three things that he can can do, needs to do. That's first is to marry the young, marry up our young, teach our young people, get married, don't shack up. Then to bury the dead, we have to bury the dead. The, The Bible says to bury the dead out of your sight. And then I tell them the third thing is preach the gospel, and that's what I do when I go to a funeral. I preach the gospel. I don't mention hardly ever mention the dead person's name. Or her background, or or anything. I don't go there and say, "Oh, she was a great old soul. She was one of God's great great workers." No, I don't do that. I say, my friend, one day you're gonna lay right here, in this in this same position she's in or he's in. You're gonna lie there, and if you're not saved, your your soul will be going on to hell. Oh, my friend, you say, "Trailblazer, you talk like that." Lord. I sure do. I sure do. The Lord gave me grace to not compromise. I can't compromise. I can't. Well, I know he's, he loved the Lord. No, I don't know no such a thing. Do you know what the Bible says? If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Are you a new creature? Are you a new Well, I, I've got a lot of sense. You're not a new creature then. Do you long to be a new creature? Oh, my friend, the Lord is very plain and positive with us. Knowing Christ is the greatest thing in this life to know that your sins are under the blood. You know anything about the blood, my friend? We saw that early on in our studies here, how that Adam and Eve ran from the Lord and hid themselves down in the bushes and was trying to make them some coats or buy some mulberry leaves or fig leaves or something. And the Lord approached them. He preached the first gospel message that was ever preached to Adam and Eve. And then he took those animals. I don't know what kind of animals it was. Don't make it any difference. But he slew them and uh, made them covering of skin and while he was doing it he preached the gospel he showed them the importance of the blood did you know without the shedding of blood there's no remission of sin no dad mother if you don't know the lord you're not saved you can go to church every night the doors open if you know if you're not ever been washed in the blood if you've never repented if you've never trusted the lord if you've never given up your way and your own way and your will under submission unto the Lord. My friend, the Lord has the Lord is, is over all. You, you have to become submissive to the Lord. You do, and just like your children have to be submissive unto you. And you know whether they have been or not. But listen, the old Treblators, we, we, we're going to keep going. We're not through with these services yet. But every one of these messages are on CDs. I'll offer them for $1 per CD plus postage. $1 plus postage. But also, I want to remind you, go there to our website, radiomission.org. You'll find out much information. And then I asked you to call me. The man called me the other day, and I answered the phone. I happened to be in the room by myself. And he said, Trailblazer, you mean you answer the phone? You mean I can call there and talk to you? I said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what we do here. We don't have no layer of bureaucracy. And you call here. And if I'm not here, I'll call you back. You leave your number, I'll call you back. And I'll pray with you over the phone. Pray with you. I'll offer the phone, whatever you like for me to do. But i tell you what, I'll advise you. Trust the Lord. Seek the Lord while he may be found. I'll tell you what you can pray. Lord, open my heart. Let me see. Let me see. You, well, Pastor, you got off your subject. You're talking about the family altar. We'll pick that up next week. Monday morning, we'll come back. But I want to just tell you, today is the day of salvation. If you're not sure that you're saved, the P- Apostle Peter said, make your calling and election sure. You're calling an election. Have you ever been called, my friend? Has the Lord called you? Or did you just join some church? Oh, church membership is not salvation, my friend. Baptism is not salvation. Oh, no. And listen, what is salvation? Trust in the Lord. Coming to see yourself as needy, sinful, guilty, with a load of sin, with no hope. And then the Lord shows you that Christ died for you. The Lord said on the cross, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. That's one of the greatest passages in God's word. I quote it a lot. But I tell you one thing, my friend, we got a generation who cares not for their soul. And that's all I'm doing is trying to stir you up a little bit. And the the Lord said uh, to Paul there on the Apostles on the Damascus Road, why kick against the pricks? Have you ever had the pricks uh, pricking your heart a little bit? Have you ever heard that still small voice saying, are you saved? I tell my folks here, go in the bathroom, look in that big old mirror, turn the light on, look in that mirror and say, am I saved? Am I saved? Old later wants to know if I'm saved. you get an answer back, my friend. Your conscience will give you an answer back. It'd be the greatest day in your life if you come to see that you're not saved. And then you begin to cry unto the Lord for salvation. What is salvation? Knowing the Lord in the forgiveness of sin. How is that possible? Because Christ shed his blood on Calvary's cross. Every drop of his blood, our friend, every drop, he shed. There wasn't a drop left. And uh, he told the old thief on the cross, he said, Lord, remember me when you enter your kingdom. He said, this day, today, thou shalt be with me in paradise. Did you know you can come to the Lord as a poor old sinner asking for mercy and he'll save you? He will. He will, I have no doubt at all, be save you, Oh, and what a transformation that will be. You'll be a new creature in Christ. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. The old yellow dog in the backyard know when you get saved, my friend. You will. But remember the old trailblazer, my mailing address, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my phone number here is air code 225-664-8658. Help me with the broadcast if you can, but pray for me and let me hear from you. Will you do that? I appreciate it. Goodbye, and God bless you. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad, or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.